0: All right, we're going to move on to our reoccurring segment we have on here on Wednesdays, our Vibe Check. Where are we at, fellas?
1: Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first this time, Nick. I think I went first last time, so you can go first. Okay, mine's pretty simple. Regression is not real. (laughs) At least for (laughs) Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes should sign a petition. He should start a petition. We should all sign it to remove the word regression from the Oxford Dictionary, because if losing the best deep threat in the NFL and one of the top two deep threats in the history of the NFL not only doesn't cause your offense and you as a quarterback to regress, but perhaps has made you better, then there is no such thing as regression. I could list off a million different statistics to back it up. I know your eye test already tells it to you. Yeah, I've seen so many absurd stats. I'm sure some of you guys have seen him. How about this one? This is from Nate Tice of The Athletic. Over 41% of Patrick Mahomes passes this year have resulted in first downs. Is that 41% of his passes have resulted in first down? The Chiefs are number one in points per play. They are number one in points per game. They are number one in EPA per dropback, and the gap between this is from Shilkapati Capati of the Atlanta, or of the Ringer. The gap between Mahomes and in EPA, which is expected points added, right? It's basically what the An efficiency aver, metric, yeah, yeah, what the average quarterback would do on a given play. The gap between Mahomes and the guy at number two is the same as the gap between the guy at number two and the guy at number fourteen. <sighs> He's getting better. It turns out changing an offense doesn't remove all of Patrick Mahomes effectiveness. Turns out that when forced to adapt his game, he can actually grow and learn and get better. And it's happening right in front of our eyes Regression is not real. That's my vibe check.
2: I like like the idea, Nick, that with your vibe check, he says it like Bane when he's talking about, because like he went to Texas Tech and there was objectively no talent around him. (laughs) And he's just like, you simply adopted the darkness. I was born into it. Like he doesn't care. (laughs) Like this is my reality. I know what I'm doing here. They also, by the way, lead the NFL with 32 plays of 20 plus yards. So the deep part of it, Nick, as you mentioned, wasn't there. Mine is team teen rom-com. You know what? I'm ready you. to, it's, you know, like, you know, in the, the 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 central plot point, Kayla, of every teen rom-com is this. You you starry eyed, meet the person. It takes you a long time. But then when you find that person 16 candles style, it is all happiness until the end. And what I saw yesterday in the Mac Jones, Bailey's app B saga reminded me again that the Chiefs might have toiled away for all their teenage years, trying to figure out what to do. But when they found the one, God, it's so much easier. You're spoiled. You're love blind. You see how bad everyone else has it. You're like, I don't understand why people can't find happiness. It's so easy. I just show up every Sunday and it's nice. And things, and the sun is shining and everything feels great. That's what it's like to be a Chiefs fan right now. It doesn't matter. Like my kids... Won't know bad Chiefs fandom. They're four and six. My kid only knows a single player on the Chiefs, and it is Patrick Mahomes. Both of them. They can't name a single other player. They know who <laughs> he is because it's that good right now. He's on that many things. He's that great. So to me, it's just like I was reminded even more in that game last night of two teams trying to figure out their quarterback situation. You don't have to do that anymore. It's just all starry-eyed greatness. Greatness. He was great in that game against San Francisco, nearly perfect after the second pass of the game. It's just a good time to be a Chiefs fan, that's all.
0: That's a great analogy, Cody. It is Laney Boggs at the top of the stairs with Zach Styler waiting for her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you imagine like if we just Photoshop that Mahomes walking down and it's just Nick with his hands on his <laughs> cheeks, like, because <sighs> that's what it felt like probably when they drafted him. And then that it really me. felt that way when he started playing. I don't know. It just felt <laughs> right. <laughs> It's my analogy. I guess it should be me.
0: By Uh, the way, what is the best teen rom-com?
2: Ooh. Um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. Uh, That is a great one.
0: She's All That is All I Can Think About, so I'll say that.
1: That's a good one, too.
0: I think She's All That is right up there. Cody?
2: Has Sixpence None the Richer had a hit since that song? (laughs) Um, No, I think... uh, You know what? You know what? I, I won't give you the best one, but I'll give you one that I think is underrated that is just good trash television midnight watching summer catch freddie prince jr belongs in teen rom-coms he just does
0: i've never seen it oh what i know i know
2: man i
0: haven't either
2: i'd never even heard of it <laughs> wow well i'm glad i brought it up
0: is that with jessica Beale? yeah jessica B-
2: jessica Biel, and okay. and freddie prince jr
0: i will get on and that
2: it's baseball related so you know it's got everything so that's why you love it because it's a teen rom com with baseball. Yeah, you're a little baseball nerd. It's okay. I like baseball. I'm not going to apologize for that.
0: 90s and early 2000s had the best teen rom com.
2: Oh, streak. I swear, I I'm not kidding. I just saw. I don't know why. Look, the clickbait article worked, but there was a there was an article on what what was the death of the rom com? What killed it? Because people are complaining they don't exist anymore. And it turns out that largely it's based on studio budgeting, either your small budget or big budget. And rom-coms were firmly middle and studios stopped hmm. supporting middle budget movies. And instead of geared towards either larger budget things that they think they can make a lot from or smaller budget things that have more upside. So the rom com's dead. We're here to report on it's always game day in Kansas city. <laughs> the rom-com is dead. That's the vibe check. Bring back rom com.
0: <laughs> Wait, I just saw one last week. Ticket to Paradise, Julia Roberts, George Clooney. Rom coms are back, folks.
2: But that's an action rom com. That was a big budget movie.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, fair.
2: What's
1: your vibe check, Kayla?
0: My vibe check. Okay. Don't hate me for saying this.
1: <laughs> uh oh.
0: The Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> wow. You are feeling good this week. <laughs> The vibe check, the vibe check really needs to be which Super
2: Bowl will be greater than, right? Like which (laughs) which one will you love more?
0: Will we come from behind in the fourth quarter?
2: Mahomes pretty much admitted he'd love the second one more. He pretty much told us that.
1: How about that? He had a quote um, last week, I think it was, where he said that because they were talking about, you know, getting ready for the Niners game. And have you appreciated that win more in retrospect now that you've had seasons where you didn't win? And if you didn't know any better, you would think that Mahomes is arrogant. Like just when he talks about his accomplishments, it sounds like somebody who's bragging. When he's like, yeah, you know, when I got into the league, I thought you just got drafted by the Chiefs and played for Andy Reid and won Super Bowls and won MVPs. And it was like, <laughs> you'd almost feel like, are you, you're a little cocky? And he's like, no, because that's objectively <laughs> what he did. But he said, you know, having played NFL seasons now where I don't win Super Bowls, it makes me appreciate the fact that I got one so early. So maybe this one will feel sweeter.
0: Let's hope. Great segue, Nick. Is this the best version of Mahomes that we've seen? You guys, with his 423-yard performance on Sunday, Mahomes is now sitting back on top of most passing yards at 2,159. He's first in touchdowns at 20, and he's first in QBR at 76.8.
2: Yes. you want <laughs> to sit the segment now? Do you want me to say more? Probably Go more. on. Um, yeah. This is the best version. Also, just... Hey, history will tell us a little bit of something. Uh, 27, 28, 29. That is the ramp up to quarterback peak. They don't peak at 24, 25. They peak from 28 to 31. Quarterbacks peak right at that range when they know everything about the league and can exploit it. And what we're seeing from Mahomes this year is this. He is throwing the short pass. He is hitting everybody. I know that like he threw that pick in that last game. Andy Reid threw the wide receiver under the bus for it. And I rewatched the play and he's right. Sky Moore ran past where he should. Like when you watch that live, you're like, what the hell's Mahomes doing? Nope. It was Sky Moore. He was supposed to tuck inside of that. That pass would have been right where it was supposed to be. And Mahomes knew what he was doing. It was the other guy. He threw an interception and it wasn't his fault. It sounds silly and protective of the quarterback, but this is as good as he's ever looked. He's on pace for a career high in passing yardage. He's on pace to tie his career high in touchdowns. He's on pace for his career high completion percentage. And as you mentioned earlier, Nick, he lost a top five wide receiver in the NFL. So how am I supposed to assume this isn't the best version I've ever seen?
1: So, Cody, since you're such a baseball fan, as you uh, referenced (laughs) earlier, I'm going to I'm going to invoke baseball in my answer. OK, when Mahomes you know, lit the world on fire first year as a starter, winning MVP, second year wins the Super Bowl. It was so unprecedented that it was hard to figure out what the rest of his career was going to look like because you were you were sort of at the convergence of two things, which is. Nobody. It can get better than that. It's already the best we've yeah. seen. So how can you get better versus most young players Get better, So one of these things is going to have to give. And it's kind of like what Mike Trout did, right? Mike Trout immediately was the best player in baseball the second he was in major leagues. It's like, oh, he's the best. And then he did it a second year and a third year. And you said, well, what happens if he gets better? And you look at the numbers now over the past decade, he's just consistently been one of the best players in baseball. And that's kind of who I think Mahomes is going to be. It may not look exactly the same each year. Like, I don't know that this chief's offense is better than the one, his MVP year. I don't think it is. Like, I don't don't think it is, but that doesn't mean he can't be better because kind of like what I talked about earlier, he is learning to play differently. And that is something that not all quarterbacks can do. Like right guys into the league and coaches, good coaches, instead of just trying to fit them into their system, they build a system around him. And that is what the Chiefs did. Well, now that system has changed and they are rebuilding a new system around him and he is still executing it at a a very high level. So aside from the numbers, which are impressive, you look at all the passing stats that you referenced, Kayla, it's basically him and Josh Allen and then everybody else. And you're splitting hairs trying to decide which one of those guys is having a better season. But simply the fact that they have changed the pieces around him and they have changed philosophically kind of what they're doing offensively, yet he's still doing the exact same stuff. Tells me that he has taken that next step in progressing his game as a quarterback.
0: You nailed it right there. The fact that he's able to adjust and adapt so easily and still be, if not better than he was before, like how lucky are we as Chiefs fans that an insanely good quarterback seems to be getting even better. Did-
2: it just means the same thing as it meant for Tom Brady. It means even when the team isn't quite, even if it's not his best team, because at some point, right, we'll be 20 years down the road, hopefully still hosting this podcast. And we'll be saying, (laughs) Hey, what was the best team under Patrick Mahomes? Right. Um, Brady's teams get asked that you don't have to have your best team to win the Super Bowl. Not if you have a quarterback who can do everything because when they learn to do everything, Nick, they learn to win games. They shouldn't win when they aren't the best team, when they are down and it's just the fourth quarter, the same way we always felt about Brady. Damn it. It's the fourth quarter and there are four minutes left. And that guy's quarterback. This sucks because it feels like you're waiting on the inevitable. That's what it's going to feel like for the rest of the league. Even if the stats aren't always his best.
0: All right.